Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20 something year old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Cup of Cat podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so happy to be back. It's been a while since I've sat down to record. The last four episodes have been a series with a friend of mine that I did, Tom. And if you missed that, be sure to go back and check them out. They are about his journey with a pilonidal sinus, which is a basically a cyst that grows at the bottom of your spine and all of the surgeries and procedures and things that he went through and just getting his life back on track after all of that. I think it was an awesome story. I think it's very interesting and definitely worth a listen. But now I am back and I'm very excited to be here and chatting to you. I've had a look at the analytics. We've got over 200 downloads for the podcast so far and that just absolutely blows my mind. Thank you to every single person who tunes in and listens to these episodes. It really does mean a lot to me, especially since I haven't really done any advertising for this podcast. I'm just doing this because I really want to do it and It makes me happy and I'm really glad to see that people are listening and hopefully enjoying as well. So what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit vulnerable, I guess. But if I can't be vulnerable on here, then I don't know what the point of doing this is. So (laughs) I have been having these recurring dreams with people from my past in them. And it's always like the same few people, maybe like one or a group. And they're generally very normal situations, like general conversations. Nothing stood out as particularly important to me. And I couldn't figure out why I kept having these dreams and why these people were there and why the same people all the time. And they were all kind of from the same era in my life, very much around sort of when I was in high school and This was going on for like a week and even before them every now and then these people would pop up in my dreams and I would wake up thinking like what was that all about? I haven't spoken to these people, I haven't seen these people, I don't have them on social media, I don't know, is this something my subconscious is trying to tell me? Like what is going on here? And I started looking online, I would you know, why am I having these dreams? (laughs) Why am I dreaming about these people kind of thing? And, you know, a lot of the results were very sort of the spiritual route. And, you know, I'm kind of a spiritual person. So I got very sucked into these kinds of answers. And it's like, well, maybe these people are thinking about you and subconsciously you're getting that message and whatever. (laughs) But like, if these people are thinking about me, then I'm pretty accessible. I'm sure they could just message me or check in with me or, I don't know, social media. It's like accessible to everybody, you know? 
And then I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe they don't want to reach out. Maybe it's weird to say, like, I've been thinking about you, want to catch up. I don't know. I don't know how people are. I don't know who these people, like, how they're doing or I don't know. <laughs> I haven't spoken to them in forever. And I think it'd be really weird if I just, like, found them and messaged them and I'm like, hey, I had a dream about you. <laughs> Because that's weird, right? That's super weird. So anyway, I just, I put it behind me and I kind of just put no mind to it. And I thought, you know, maybe it'll just go away on its own. Now, something about me is I am somebody who likes to really think things through before I take any action. I want to process the whole thing. I want to understand the whole thing before I speak to someone, before I reach out to someone, especially when I'm dealing with something that I don't understand and that can generally be quite isolating for me but that process has not really gotten me very far in life <laughs> and I've acknowledged that that is something that I need to work on I need to find a way to communicate things before I have them completely figured out because somebody out there might have a solution for me or might understand something that I can't understand or might see something from a different perspective. And even though I can sit in my head and I can think about every single possible scenario and every single outcome and really overanalyze the problem and come up with a solution, I'm still not seeing every single aspect. So I decided to pose this question to one of my friends. And this is somebody that I was friends with in that era as well. And we have stayed connected and very good friends, very grateful for her. And so I went to her and I'm like, why am I having these dreams? And she said something so profound to me and it changed, <laughs> it changed the whole situation for me. And she said, what kind of feelings or emotions were you experiencing around that time that you might be experiencing now? And I really sat with that question for a little while because I was confused at how to think about it. Because the way that I look at it, I'm a completely different person to who I was back then. I was a major party animal in high school. <laughs> there was not a weekend that I wasn't out at a party or a club, just dancing the nights away with my friends. I was obsessed with music. I wanted to be where the music was. I wanted to see certain artists and DJs performing. And I even wanted to be a DJ at one point and I ended up pursuing it. But I realized shortly after my first few gigs that I was not cut out for that life. That is a story for another time. But I thought about the friends that I had at the time and we were very much a bunch of girls who kind of came together from other groups and we all sat together at lunchtime. I went to an all girls high school and at the time we all seemed very similar. We all felt safe together. We all went partying together. We were always saved together when we went partying together. And if I look at sort of other aspects of it, I guess we were all in those sort of silly crappy high school relationships at the time as well so we were all kind of bonded in that aspect but after high school everybody kind of just dropped off and I suppose a lot of us moved away and lost contact and I just kind of accepted that sometimes your friends that you have at school are your friends because you see them every day and if you don't see them every day you know that kind of goes away that glue that holds the group together isn't really there anymore Another aspect of this is that recently I have kind of been on this journey to reconnect with old friends and try harder to maintain relationships with people because I, I moved away. I moved away from my, the town that I grew up in. And so I realized that I removed myself from the situation. And, you know, that's a lot of the reason why 
didn't really keep in contact with people. I feel like if I didn't speak to people or make the connection or contact the person first, then we wouldn't really talk. And then over the years, I kind of just stopped, you know, contacting first and sort of noticed how a lot of people kind of just dropped away. So recently, over the last year or so, I've been trying to like, you know, put that behind me, put the effort in, kind of see where these things go, see if anything has changed. Spoiler alert for a lot of it, it's not changed at all. But that's okay. You know, that's okay. You know, people are in your life for a reason. (laughs) You can't, you know, you can't force a square into a circle hole. If it's not a fit, it's not a fit. That's cool. That's something I can accept. That's okay. But I realized that all of these various different scenarios that I've been thinking over all very much have the same underlying tone to them, the same underlying motivation to them. And I realized that it's all kind of been a quest for understanding. So, or more so to be understood. So because I've changed so much over the years, I am understanding more about myself, about how I work, the way my brain works. And I've always kind of found it very difficult to understand other people and why they do the things that they do. And so I'm always kind of, you know, overthinking and overthinking and overprocessing and just trying to like figure things out when really... I don't have to do that, (laughs) but it's something that has been driving me for the longest time. And so I think that that desire to understand and to be understood is actually driven by loneliness. The desire to understand and to be understood has been driving me to do a lot of things. So like this podcast, for example, or to have conversations with people, to reconnect with these people from the past, to see how far they've come. Have they changed? Understand those things about them. And I realize that that's exactly what I'm feeling now. And that's exactly what I was feeling back then but in a completely different way. Not being understood fully can be terribly lonely. And so I gravitated towards people who I thought were the same as me because we did the same things. We felt the same things. We felt safe with each other. We felt safe in each other's presence. And I think without realizing, we all were kind of searching for that safe place together. And we all kind of felt the same way at the same time without knowing it if that makes sense. Like, for example, all the partying, you know, it's the social aspect as well. It's going out. It's kind of forgetting about all your worries. It's the music. It's that element of just being completely free, but with a group of friends that you love who understand you, you know? And I will say that I have some absolutely incredible people in my life now who I love so dearly and so deeply and I'm very grateful for these people in my life but I also realize that nobody in the world will have the exact same thoughts and feelings about things as you do and that's why it's important to have different relationships with different people because you can find bits of yourself within everyone around you and no single one person will ever have the same experience as you and I think that's kind of a beautiful thing on its own that your experience is completely unique to you. 
But I don't think that I ever acknowledged that I was lonely and that a lot of what motivated me back then is what's motivating me now. And it's that desire to just understand and be understood. Once I realized that I might just be a little lonely <laughs> and I might have been feeling this way probably my whole life and not really acknowledged it, you know, being an only child, that kind of thing. I don't know if that even applies to it, but I was an only child. And I just kind of, after processing all of that, felt very much a wave of relief. And then the dreams completely stopped. <laughs> and it's been a few weeks now and they've completely stopped. And I think it's really important to kind of just acknowledge the feelings that you have and really go deep into seeing like, where are they coming from? How long have you been feeling them? And I know this seems pretty obvious to everybody out there that you have to feel your feelings, but sometimes you don't know how to do that. I come from a family where we don't really speak about our feelings. And I feel like it's a pretty common theme in my age group of people and probably several generations. And it's completely understandable. You know, our parents were raised by emotionally unavailable parents and so on and so forth. And times were difficult back then. And there wasn't time for feeling things because a lot of people were just surviving and trying to provide for their families. And that was taking up all of their mental load and all of their capacity. And I mean, in South Africa, I mean, don't even get me started on the history of South Africa. I mean, apartheid was not that long ago. And our generation, my generation, I'm 27 now. My group are the first generation of people to be essentially born free. But our parents grew up in that world. And I'm not going to get into the intricacies of why life was hard for the various parties in this country, but you can understand why no one knows how to talk about stuff. So what I'm trying to say is being able to talk about our feelings and emotions is a massive privilege. And sometimes it can be difficult to identify those things when there hasn't really been a space to do so. If you haven't really been brought up in an environment that you're able to do so. And so sometimes it can be difficult to identify those feelings. And so you can repress a lot of stuff and behave in a certain way and search for things without realizing it. And that can drive you a lot of the time without you even realize you're being driven by it. I had a chat about this with some friends and they very much resonated with what I was saying and had similar experiences with high school and growing up and being in the 20s. And I feel like a lot of us have these same experiences and we don't realize how isolating they can be when we don't talk about them. And I think that it's so important to talk about it because when you realize that, yes, your experience is completely unique to you and that nobody else can see things the way that you see things, People can relate and being able to relate to somebody creates that level of understanding, which is the thing that I've been looking for. So yeah, in my quest to be understood and in my quest to understand, finding that underlying motivation to why that was happening has really opened my eyes up a little bit to a lot of the things that I kind of have been doing in the past and it's kind of brought a lot of patterns up for me. And a lot of the thoughts and feelings that I was having aren't really there anymore because I've identified what it is. And now I can go in and look at other situations and, you know, that mental space, that mental load is, you know, cleared out for me to investigate other stuff. <laughs> and I think that's sort of like, you know, the beauty of being, I don't know, in your 20s growing up, you know, <laughs> 
exploring things about yourself, figuring out what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy. And that goes into making boundaries and, you know, setting the standard and the precedent for what you want in your life and the circle that you want and the people that you surround yourself with. And if you can identify the things that are maybe hindering you to some capacity, you can break a lot of patterns, you can heal old wounds, and that just sort of opens yourself up to welcoming the people that you do want into your life, the circle that you want, the behavior that you want to display, the person that you want to be. So that's why, I, I don't know, I think it's really important to explore those things and to share those things. I think that the more we can understand about ourselves, the more we can understand about others, the more we can understand about the world around us, why things are the way that they are, what motivates people. And that can also, you know, relieve a lot of resentment that we have towards people. If we can understand the feelings and the thoughts and emotions that have driven us before, or maybe learning from other people's experiences so we can identify that within other people and kind of just move through life with a bit more I don't know, softness, a bit more understanding, a bit more compassion. Anyway, this has been a bit of a vulnerable episode and I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you didn't enjoy it or you can't relate to anything that I said today, thank you for listening. I love you loads and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. <laughs> Chat soon. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.